Amen. You are welcome to another episode of Voice of Hope. I bring you blessings from whatever part of the world you receive this message. Shall we pray? Our most righteous God, we thank you for your faithfulness of our lives. We thank you for the depth of your love toward us. We thank you because you are the unchanging God in an ever-changing world. We thank you for the hope you have given to the whole humanity. We bless your holy name. We pray this morning that even as we go into your word, that you bring us clarity from your word. Open our eyes of understanding to understand the deep things of the kingdom. We pray this morning that you are going to bring us into fellowship with you. And at the end, we ask for grace to implement all we are going to learn. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Bless God. Praise the Lord. So this morning, we are going to look at the concluding part of our lessons, which we started since three weeks ago, and that is adoptions of sons. Uh, God will be helping us this morning to look at the concluding part of these teachings. Uh... In the course of last week, I made known to us that we have two types of adoptions. Adoptions at new birth, that is spiritual adoptions, and adoptions after, which can also be referred to as eternal adoptions. Our main text for this morning is taken from the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 18 downward, 18 to 23. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectations of the creatures wait for the manifestations of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by the reasons of him who had subjected the same in hope. Verse 21 because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruptions into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creations ground and travailed in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which are the first fruits of the Spirit. When we ourselves ground within ourselves, waiting for the adoptions to wait the redemptions of our body. Hallelujah. Praise God. From this passage of the scriptures, we can see here that the Bible made known to us that the earnest expectations of the creature waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Another passage, another version of the scriptures is eagerly longing for the revealing of the sons that is ESV praise God so it is the expectations of the old creations that the sons of God will be revealed to glory they are eagerly waiting for that glorious day when God will reveal his sons to the world now so the adoptions, the eternal adoptions of sons is not only meant for the saved Christians, it's not only the saved believers, 
eagerly waiting for that glorious day. We can see that from the scriptures here. The Bible says, the earnest expectations of the creature, not the believers, not the saints, but the creature. Why? We can see the answer to that, the reason why the creatures have been waiting for the revealing of sons in the next verse. The Bible says, for the creature was made subject to vanity. Right from the beginning, God made all things perfect and good before him. But immediately sin enters the world. There is a change of identity. There is a change of nature. That which was incorruptible as a result of sins was turned to corruptions. So the old creatures as a result of sins was subject to vanity, was subject to corruption. Why? Because of the entrance of sins in the world right from the beginning. And this was not the eternal, this is not the eternal plans of God for mankind and all he has made. Sin changed the nature, changed the world at large. So it's not only man that sin affected. Please let's take note of this this morning. That man is not the only thing that sins affected right from the beginning. So it affected the whole creature. And as a result, ever since then, the whole creature has been waiting for the day that God will reveal his sons unto glory. Because it is through this they will receive back their liberty. It is through this they receive back their deliverance from the bondage of corruptions into the glorious liberty of the children of God. It is the expectations of the old creatures waiting for the day when things will be back to right. <laughs> A lot has happened in the world. A lot of wickedness, a lot of perversions, and the old creatures has been longing for a day when all things will be back to normal. Whatever type of change we cry for in the world today is nothing compared to the change that will happen when the adoptions of sons will take place. When the adoptions of sons will take place, it's nothing to be compared. That is the greatest change that will ever happen in the whole humanity. That is the change that will ever happen in the world. That is the best change so far. Hallelujah. So, Paul has written this for Christians that our present suffering on earth on this side of eternity are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed in us. Please take note of this this morning, that only those who endure the present suffering of the world will be eternally adopted by God. Because our present suffering is nothing to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. Is far, 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 far. The glory that will be revealed in us is far, far, far beyond the suffering we are facing now. And that is why as the sons, we must be careful. We must not give room for the present suffering of the world or the pleasures in the world deprive us of the glory which has been prepared ahead for us. So it is very clear that 
Paul has wrote in the scriptures that it's not only the saved Christians waiting, longing for the moment when suffering will be replaced by glory. But the old creations eagerly wait for the revealing of the sons of God. Now, so this scripture talks about the future of believers. It talks about what our hand will be. It talks about our spiritual perfections in God. Eternal adoptions. Now, let's look at what things to note about eternal adoptions. Number one, eternal adoptions will be a time when the sons of God are revealed. Now, the Bible made known to us when Jesus talks about the sower. Say, let the chaff and the wheat grow together. Said on the last day, there will be separations. When we separate the wheat from the chaff, say, let them grow together now. But a time, is com- a time is coming when the wheat will be revealed to the world. A time is coming when the sons will be revealed to glory. Eternal adoptions will be a time we shall share in the same glory that the risen Christ now possess in heaven. What a privilege that we share in the same glory that God has given to Christ. Eternal adoptions will be a time we shall receive eternal life. <laughs> Please. Yes. Eternal life. And the one thing we need to know is that when we talk about eternity, eternity, the best way to define eternity is to say eternity is God because it has no end. It is life without end. It is glory without end. That is eternity. Eternal adoptions will be a time of no suffering. It will be a time of joy forever. It will be a time of peace forever. Irrespective of whatever peace we say we are enjoying in, in the world today, it's far to compare to that which we are going to enjoy in eternity. Irrespective of whatever pleasures we are enjoying in the world today, is far compared to the treasures that is awaiting for us in eternity. Now, who are those that will be revealed by God? That is the next question. Who are those that will enjoy eternal adoptions? Who are those that the earnest expectations of the old creature is, is waiting for? Who are those that will be revealed? Number one thing we need to know is that those that will be revealed by God are not those who live their life in conformity to one religion's traditions of men, but those who are begotten by the Father. Those that will be revealed are the sons of God that live their life according to the laws of the Spirit. Those that will be revealed are those who truly live their lives in holiness on earth. You know, we live in such a world today where men find it difficult to believe that we can still live our life in holiness and in righteousness. But the bitter truth is that for we to behold the glory of God, for we to be among those that will be revealed by God, we must live our life in holiness on earth. In fact, the Bible made no choice. Blessed are the pure in earth. 
for they shall see God. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8. So that is telling us this morning that the number one criteria for we to behold the glory of God or to see God is holiness. And we can't be holy by our minds. We can't be holy by ourselves. We need Christ to make us perfect. We need Christ to be holy. So those that will be revealed at the end of this age are not the moralists of the world. They are not those who live their life in conformity to the dictate or to the traditions of men, but those who are begotten by Father. Those who have an assurance of salvation. Those who bear the fruit of righteousness. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8 talks about that. It is the pleasures of the Father that our life produce fruits in abundance. God is not coming back to reward men that are gifted in the world, but those who life bring forth fruits unto the Father. And that's why the scripture says, any tree that does not, that does not bear fruit shall be cut off. I want us to bow down ahead as we begin to pray. Because Christ is coming back to rapture his church to perfections. Irrespective of our suffering on earth, it's nothing to be compared to the glory that will be revealed to us. The end result of the suffering of the cross is the glorifications of sons. Let's begin to pray. Anyway, you are right now, bow down ahead and tell it to God in prayer that Lord, help me to be worthy of eternal adoptions. Tell it to God in prayer that Lord, help me to be worthy of eternal adoptions. Help me to live my life according to the laws of the Spirit. Pray, pray, tell it to God in prayer that Lord, Holy Spirit, help me not to sacrifice that glory which has been prepared for me for the sake of the present pleasures of the world. Pray, tell it to God in prayers that the Lord should strengthen your inner man. That we ask for strength this season. Yes, we live in a time when all things has been perverse in the world. Tell it to God in prayer. The Lord, I receive strength. I receive strength. I receive strength in the name of Jesus. That we pray for strength in this season of the world. We pray you give us strength. Let your strength be made available. Strengthen our being. Strengthen our inner man. Strengthen our soul. Strengthen our body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we pray even as we have asked in prayers, we pray you release unto us. Let your strength be enough for us. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. You are welcome once again to another episode of Voice of Hope. I hope you have been blessed. Uh, if this is your first time of receiving this message, you can indicate your interest in my, in my WhatsApp so that you can daily have it on every Monday morning. Thank you so much for your time. God bless.